That there Beavis and Butthead are cartoons. Listener's discretion should be advised, and don't try this at home. In this episode of The Butt Chronicles, we take a look at Beavis and Butthead, episode 50, Ball Breakers. Uh, welcome to Industrial Industries World Radios, The Butt Chronicles. Uh, you said welcome. Uh, oh god. What's up, ladies and gentlemen and butt munches alike? Welcome to The Butt Chronicles, your audio guide to everything Beavis and Butthead. And I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice. Well, it feels good to be here. I am so glad you are here. It feels great, actually. Whew, I got a few stories I want to talk about before we get into this. At least one. And this one was while I was sitting here watching this episode. You know, I'm transcribing it, writing down what I see, all that blah, 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 blah. Earlier in the day, you know, I have two dogs chihuahuas and one of the chihuahuas decided to eat its own shit i hadn't known this until he had dragged one of his turds into his bed and he was just um munching on it (laughs) so while i'm watching this i told him no stop bad dog bad dog i don't get it the dog bowl is filled with food that i pay for and it's good stuff but yet he decides to eat his own shit i don't get it Anyways, I'm sitting there watching this episode of Beavis and Butthead, and he gets up off my lap, and he walks over to the other end of the couch, and he starts about ready to hurl, and I'm like, oh no, oh no. And so, what comes out? What does he vomit up? He vomits up the turd he ate earlier, and the smell of puked up shit is one of the dirtiest, most disgusting things I have ever dealt with. It's probably one of the top five most disgusting things I have ever dealt with in my entire life. Now, the other disgusting things in my life have uh, been involved with women in my life, which, yes, they were disgusting, but I enjoyed that. But no, I, I did not enjoy the dog puking up his own shit. And I having to clean it up. So anyways, that was just a little bit of behind the scenes action here at the Butt Chronicles as to (laughs) how things run here. (laughs) Anyways, uh, the dog's okay if anybody's wondering. He's fine. He just needs to stop eating his own shit. And I'm trying to make him stop, but he's... Dogs are weird. They're funny and they're disgusting at times. But you, you gotta love them. Anyways, today we are taking a look at Beavis and Butthead episode 50, Ball Breakers, and it first aired on MTV on October 25th, 1993. So what happens to Beavis and Butthead in Ball Breakers? Well, let's check it out. The episode starts inside Beavis and Butthead's house as Beavis and Butthead sit on the couch and watch TV. On the TV, it shows a man golfing with a crowd behind him. An announcer comes on and says, Rod has a two-stroke lead. (laughs) A what? asks Butthead. The boys laugh as the golfer on TV is now on his hands and knees, eyeing the golf ball next to the hole. The announcer says, All he has to do is put it in the hole to become the master's champ. He said master. 
Butthead turns to Beavis and says, Let's hex them. The boys hold their hands up and wiggle their fingers, and then they move their hands to their lap and back up as they yell, Miss! Miss! The golfer on TV puts the ball, and it flies past the hole and off the green. Yes! The boys cheer. The announcer says, I don't believe it! As the golfer angrily bends his putter over his knee and throws it. We hear a woman scream off screen, and Beavis and Butthead air guitar. The next scene is an outside shot of a building, which is a bowling alley, as it zooms in. Inside the bowling alley, Butthead is standing with a blue bowling ball. Hurry up, Butthead! I want to turn! Beavis says off screen. The camera pans down, and we see Butthead sitting down and straddling the ball return as the air from it is blowing up his shorts. <laughs> bowling is cool. Butthead gets off and lets Beavis try. Okay, your turn. But close your eyes. It's better. Beavis sits and straddles on the ball return and closes his eyes. Butthead then throws the bowling ball down the lane. The bowling ball heads straight into the gutter and then gets sent back to the return. Beavis, sitting with his eyes still closed, just laughs. The sound of the bowling ball rolling back gets louder and louder until the ball rolls up into the return and right into Beavis's balls. Beavis screams. Cut to a shot of the entrance doors of the bowling alley as Tom Anderson comes through the door. He's dressed in a light green bowling shirt with his name Tom embroidered on the left breast area. He walks in with his bowling ball bag up to the registration table as a banner above it reads, Annual Kegler King Tournament. Mr. Anderson speaks to the lady at the registration table. Yes, sirree, me and my lucky ball here are gonna walk away with the crown this year. In fact, I feel so good I'm gonna grab myself a tall, cold one. Anderson walks off, leaving his bowling ball bag on the table. As we look at the boys and Beavis is rubbing his crotch, behind them we see the lady working the registration table get up and walk away. Dude, I thought you were going to add another hole to that ball. Did you break it? I don't think so. I meant the bowling ball. Oh, <laughs> that would be cool. I heard they got plutonium in the center. Are you stupid, Beavis? That's golf balls. Hey, I heard psychos make bowling balls, and they hide their victims' body parts in them. A thought bubble containing a blue light bulb forms above the boys' heads. The boys look behind them and see Mr. Anderson's bowling ball bag on the table unattended. The next shot is outside, looking at the bowling alley's entrance doors, as Beavis and Butthead walk out. Butthead is holding Mr. Anderson's bowling ball bag. Looking from inside the bowling alley, Butthead says, Pretty heavy bag for only having one ball. The boys walk away as the shot zooms back onto the bowling alley and at the registration table. The lady who left the table is now back sitting down at it, as Mr. Anderson comes back to see that his ball is gone. Hey! Who in the hell grabbed my ball? He slams his beer onto the table. Heads are gonna roll if I don't get my lucky ball back now. The next scene, we see Beavis and Butthead in the bowling alley's parking lot as they both hold onto the bowling ball together. Butthead counts to three as they squat with each count. One, two, three. The boys launch the ball into the air as high as they can. The ball flies up, and then slams down hard onto the parking lot, 
cracking the pavement on impact. Whoa. This bowling ball isn't human. It doesn't feel pain. It can't be reasoned with. Hey, butthead, I got these killer M80s from Mexico, Beavis says as he pulls three M80s from his pocket. Cool. Cut to a shot of the bowling ball, as the finger holes in it are stuffed with M80s. Beavis's hand, holding a lighter, comes into the frame and flicks it on. He lights the fuse, and we see a full shot of Beavis running back to Butthead, standing about 12 feet away from the ball. Back to a close-up shot of the bowling ball, now as it's lit, and it rolls to the left, leaving the M80s pointing the opposite direction of the boys. Going back to a full shot of the boys, as they stand, waiting for the M80s to go off. When they ignite, the bowling ball flies right towards Beavis. Beavis screams as the ball hits him in the nuts and sends him flying back. Cutting to a shot of Beavis's point of view, looking at the blue sky, Butthead's face comes into view. <laughs> Dude, you should start wearing a cup. As we look at Beavis laying down on the parking lot, he's shaking and unable to get up. Get up, you wuss. Let's stuff the ball with firecrackers and drop it from a roof. Or there, dude, says Beavis, barely able to speak. The next scene is a panning shot from the first floor of a four-story building as it goes up to the rooftop where Beavis and Butthead stand. I hope there's a human head inside, says Beavis, as he stands with a lighter in his hand. Yeah, or maybe a human butt. Beavis lights the fuses. What about all those people on the sidewalk? Don't worry, dude. They'll move, says Butthead as he drops the ball from the roof onto the sidewalk below. As the ball smacks onto the sidewalk, people below run away screaming. The boys are disappointed, looking at the bowling ball, that it still didn't explode. It didn't even blow. That sucks. Let's check it out. The boys make their way to the sidewalk below and walk up to the lit bowling ball. Beavis squatting down looking at it says, Hey butthead, the fuse is still lit. Beavis laughs a little bit, and then the bowling ball blows up in his face. The boys, hit with the explosion, are still standing, and they just look rough as their shirts are torn and their faces are dirty and their hair is frizzed and smoking. Butthead spits out multiple teeth. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. See, I told you it was plutonium. Hey Beavis. Check out the cool shrapnel. Cut to a full body shot of Beavis, as a large chunk of the bowling ball is lodged right in Beavis's crotch. Beavis, now noticing, kicks a leg up and screams in pain. The next scene is back inside Beavis and Butthead's house, as it shows Beavis and Butthead's tore up pink couch, with them nowhere in sight. As the couch sits empty, the TV is on, and theme music for the news comes on. We hear the news reporters say, a bomb rocked the National Legislator of Bowler's headquarters today. Cut to the TV, showing the reporter on the news, as he continues. Local authorities found a piece of blue plastic shrapnel monogrammed with the initials T.A. and what they suspect is the final piece the bomb was carried in. We now cut live to the house of alleged terrorist bomber, who had to be physically removed from a local bowling alley earlier today. We cut to a reporter standing outside, getting a full shot of Mr. Anderson's house behind him, as the reporter says, I'm standing at the house of Mr. Tom Anderson, the man local authorities have labeled the Bowling Bomber. Behind the reporter, 
shows police officers escorting Mr. Anderson across the screen as Mr. Anderson screams and yells furiously. The reporter continues, I see a couple of Tom Anderson's neighbors right now. Uh, perhaps we can get a few words from them. Beavis and Butthead walk up to the reporter on camera. They're still burnt and dirty from earlier. The reporter asks the boys, So tell me, what kind of man is Tom Anderson? Uh, he has a real short fuse. Yeah, they should give him the chair. <laughs> the chair! The reporter looks back to the camera and says, Well, there you have it. But we're left to ponder, what would drive him to do such an irrational thing? Cut from the TVs in the boys' house to being live on the scene at Mr. Anderson's house. The reporter continues, What could be inside his head? A thought bubble appears above the boys' heads, as they're now imagining the reporter with a bowling ball for a head that's exploding. It then cuts to a shot from Beavis and Butthead's view, as it zooms in on the back of the reporter's head. And that's the end of Beavis and Butthead in Ball Breakers. Now let's check out the music videos. The first music video is Heartbreaker by Dread Zeppelin. And seeing an Elvis impersonator in the video, Butthead says, Check it out. It's that fat dude that's always on the cover of those cool newspapers. Yeah, yeah. Lonnie says Heart doesn't really have a wiener. Those newspapers are cool. The boys talk about how Robert Plant didn't really die, and Beavis mentions that this guy on TV got really fat and he died on the toilet. That's pretty cool. That's the way I want to go. Yeah, yeah. That's how I always go. Except when I'm outside and stuff. The boys then dance to it and say that the video is cool. The next music video is Chemical Imbalance by the Skate Nigs, as Butthead says... Skateboards are cool. Yeah, yeah, like, I was skateboarding down this hill once, and I, like, hit this rock, and it stopped my skateboard, only I kept going and I landed on my stomach and kept, like, sliding, like, for a hundred feet, and I scraped up my entire body. What are you talking about, Beavis? You haven't skateboarded in your life. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry about that. But, but, like, anyway, so... Like, when I stood up, I had all this blood all over me, and, like, these kids were watching, and, like... But that's when I knew skateboarding was cool. You liar. Yeah, yeah. Lying is cool. The boys then headbang. You know, like, this band sucks, but it's like, they suck like in new ways, you know? It's like, they suck in ways we haven't, like, seen stuff suck before. So it's, like, pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a lot of bands suck, but then, like, these guys, like, suck, like, in their own way. It's, like, pretty cool. It sucks, like, in a different way. Yeah, but, like, what I was trying to say is, like, they suck. And then the last music video is Monkey Business by Skid Row. And looking at Sebastian Bach, Beavis says, Hey, Butthead, isn't this chick on House of Style? As Sebastian throws punches in the video, Butthead says, He thinks, like, because he looks like a chick, that he has to throw punches at the camera. Yeah, yeah, he's right. The boys then fall asleep, and Butthead leans his head on Beavis's. Butthead smacks Beavis awake and calls him a dillweed. Seeing Sebastian Bach hit things in the video, Butthead says that he was told to break things so he wouldn't look like such a wuss, and Beavis says that it doesn't really work though. The boys agree that the video sucks, and as the boys laugh, Butthead lifts up his leg and farts. 
That's your music videos. Now let's get into the fun facts. Due to censorship, the close-up shots of Beavis lighting the fuses got cut after re-airings of this episode. And there's also a blooper, a little goof, as the scene when Beavis and Butthead are standing in the bowling alley parking lot, and Butthead's talking about how the bowling ball can't be broken, it's not human, all that. Take a look at his t-shirt because his t-shirt has an extra letter to it, and his shirt should say ACDC. But the little mishap in it is that there's an extra letter to it. So in this part of the episode, his shirt reads ACD slash DC. So whoever painted that in, uh, close, but no cigar. Ballbreakers was officially released on the Too Dumb for TV home video, and it's the 19th episode of Season 3 of Beavis and Butthead, and it's the 50th episode overall. And IMDB, the Internet Movie Database, gives Beavis and Butthead Ball Breakers a 7.6 out of 10 rating. And now, I will give you my review. I do remember seeing this one as a kid. Uh, a lot of the music videos I didn't remember. Because uh, as this was recorded on the old VHS tapes my dad recorded, he had a tendency to cut out the music videos because he just wanted to see the episodes. But after the years, I, I was like, oh man, there was a lot of good material just in the music video bits. And uh, I, I'm so glad uh, these episodes are available. You just have to buy through, you know, a third party and they're complete with all the music videos, but uh, yeah, so didn't really remember the music videos too much in this episode as a kid, but re-watching it now, I appreciate it a whole lot more. Especially the Skid Row uh, music video was the funniest. They were just bashing Sebastian Bach, which I, I do like Sebastian Bach. I saw him in Trailer Park Boys, and he was really funny in that, so... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn <laughs> in that aspect. But regardless, the music videos were great. And I got to say, this is one of the best episodes with Tom Anderson in it because they royally screw him over in this episode more than other episodes because, I mean, he, <laughs> he gets framed as a terrorist and it's all because of Beavis and Butthead. And just, just like looking at this episode from start to finish... The beginning is probably one of the funniest parts when the boys are just watching golf on TV and the announcer says, Rod has a two-stroke lead in a very quiet voice. That shit just made me crack up hard as hell. At the same time, Beavis and Butthead weren't trying to target Tom Anderson at all. Like, they were just being who they are. Just the innocent boys that they are. They're just hanging out at a bowling alley their minds start working and they're thinking about, you know, what's inside a bowling ball and they try to figure it out. And of all the bowling balls, they're inside. A, they could have grabbed any one bowling ball anywhere, but they turn around and they see a bowling ball in a bag. I don't know what drew them to that more than any other bowling ball, but they wanted that ball. So they grabbed it and they just go through the process of just trying to break this thing open. And this episode shows that the boys do have uh, concern for other people because Beavis is asking about the people below before they drop the bowling ball off the building. 
and Butthead mentions that they'll all move, don't worry, they're fine, you know. So it's not like they're out to hurt anybody, they were just curious boys. And it's only at the very end. I don't even think they understood what was happening when the reporter was there and they asked about Tom Anderson. They just went along with whatever was happening. And it's like, of course, you're going to interview Beavis and Butthead. Do you think they're going to say, oh, he was such a nice guy. He always did everything. No. <laughs> it's a lose-lose when you interview Beavis and Butthead. Or a win-win. It's all in how you look at it. So at the end, Tom Anderson, he did get the shaft. No golfing pun intended. And the boys uh, were untouched. They, they scathed away scot-free. So this episode has a great story, some funny music videos, a classic Tom Anderson episode. He gets pissed off, he's drinking beer, he's going to the bowling alley, the typical old man kind of thing, and Beavis and Butthead just ruin his day, and I couldn't think of a better way to uh, have an episode go with Beavis and Butthead. I do have to say, this taught me as a kid what a shrapnel was. Didn't know what a shrapnel was until Butthead pointed out the big shard of bowling ball stuck in Beavis's crotch, and he screamed. So, yeah, take that, teachers in my elementary school. I did learn a lot from Beavis and Butthead. So, fuck you. Classic episode. Lots of funny moments in it. It's just still missing a little bit of shine. So... It's not a 9, and it's not an 8. I'm going to put it right in the middle. I'm going to give this one an 8.5. So, there we go. Beavis and Butthead, Ball Breakers, gets an 8.5. Well, that wraps up this episode of The Butt Chronicles. Did you have any memories growing up watching this episode? Do you enjoy this one more than any other? Do you disagree with my rating? Make sure to sound off on my Facebook page, The Butt Chronicles. Just search that. It will pop up. And uh, if you want to follow the Instagram, it's IIWR Podcast. You can find me there. And it's linked up to another podcast that I do that is Industrial Industries World Radio. And it's a lot of non-Beavis and Butthead stuff, but it's just as cool. It's a little different, but it's just another podcast that I do. I enjoy doing, and thank you guys for listening, and blah, 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 blah. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Once again, I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice, and this has been The Butt Chronicles, your audio guide to everything Beavis and Butthead. See you next time.
Industrial Industries World Radio.